0: Whenever celebrities get into feuds, we will be there. It was in our Verbal Tap Charter when we started, and damn it, we're not going to stop now. To start off, the podcast proves fighting way easier from outside the cage. No more exemplary point than a fight that Justin Bieber has famously backed away from due to his incredulousness up front. He said, I could fight Tom Cruise. Let's do it in an MMA cage. It's a funny sort of paradox. Tom Cruise, I don't think, has responded, but I know Bieber has a few times from internet pressure. One other friend of the podcast has also happened to have the chance to digest the information and process it in potentially only the way he's empowered to do so. We have on the line, favorite of the show, Dana White. Dana... Do you want to tell us, uh, it sounds like you're entertaining the idea based on comments. W- what's this uh, What's this most recent response? Well,
1: first of all, it's a pleasure to be back here. I mean, it's been a while, right, since I've been on this fucking show?
0: Yeah, you're way calmer now. We've noticed it in the media. We can't tell if you're just getting older or what, but yeah, it's nice to have you back and
1: less yelling. Well, I mean, let's look at it this way. What are you calling me about? Some fucking pop star wants to fucking fight? Yeah, I want to see that. Well, who you got? Early odds, what
0: are you who are you taking in Vegas? Like you're you're better oh,
1: I'm not I'm not taking anybody right now, but I'll take Tom Cruise. Perfect.
0: You have now famously said. Well, do you got, know why though?
1: Why? Because he's got all the right moves.
0: <laughs> and Dana, I think it's did, some Dana, particular it's, risky
1: business. Data more clever than he normally is with his Tom Cruise references. Like, is in that fact, the d- I was wondering if when he made <laughs> this challenge he had his eyes wide shut like a fucking little rain man you know what i'm saying i'm just saying i would have thought you'd been like was tom cruise
0: the whore in that richard Gere movie <laughs> i was gonna say no you've now said you'd entertain it you you would talk are you serious or is that just kind of your response now that you've switched over hey to man ESPN? i
1: know i'm in the minority report here but uh <laughs> it's not gonna
0: this is way more movies.
1: I just want to throw some lions to Lance. I mean, is there anything wrong with that? Anybody see that one? That's worth the uh, Meryl fucking streep. Fuck that, you know? Yeah,
0: she's a great actress on this season of Big Little Lies. Why are you saying you'd put two people that don't
1: fight in the cage together? Um, you know, here's the thing. Once you've gone CM Punk, you never go back. Mm-hmm. So uh I think you guys famously put out some fucking stupid meme, which I actually kind of laughed at. not gonna lie it was pretty funny but i was also pretty pissed at but uh i think the the caption was uh real ufc fan there's no way the ufc will ever embarrass themselves more than the cm punk fiasco me hold my modello i can i can get two people
0: under five seven in the cage that look uh non-transitioning transgendered you what else is going on? I mean, I can't believe that you said... I am surprised you said Tom Cruise's name out loud, I guess. Let, let me
1: just say that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. When you got, like, a mega movie star, you want to go and ride that SEO wave. So that's really <laughs> what I'm all about right now.
0: SEO. This is how you can tell you with ESPN now. You've used way too many terms. You don't say fuck nearly as much as you used to, here or otherwise.
1: Whoa. Give me a few good men and I'll fucking say some <laughs> fucking fucks.
0: Are you on a f- fuck restriction? Is this a, a war uh, of the words?
1: <laughs> the affirmative.
0: <laughs> this is too fun. Join us next time for Tom Cruise Movie buds with Dana White, a new segment we were going to launch in 2020, but it might be time. Anything for us before uh, I send you back to ESPN headquarters in Connecticut?
1: I mean, I just want to let you guys know this match would be without limits. Oh shit! Did I just did he fucking narrate that? I don't think that counts. I don't know if he was in. Mm, he was. He was. He produced it. It counts. to uh, find the name of
0: a Scientology commercial. I'm sure he's not. I'd hate for there to be some collateral. You're calling the up. War of You're the saying, Worlds. I. I am. It, it's storming out here so if that's any innuendo for you later but anything i thought your secretary said you had breaking news was oh, that just bs oh. to get us to have you on to talk more about how many movies you know
1: hey you know what it is um yeah because i'm american made um i didn't even see that one Not i know neither.
0: it either <laughs> i saw some of it i saw parts because it's on hbo but i was like cia drug runner got it saw some cool parts oh, great landing. all right
1: scene. Let's see this. Um, yeah, I don't have the breaking news. I believe your your idiot uh, sidekick has some fucking dumb news for you guys to talk about. But hey, <laughs> I got a contender series, so I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. You know I love you guys.
0: Yeah, tonight as much don't as I you have just
1: about anybody else?
0: You, tonight he's got uh, Amy Poehler against that uh, woman from Mystic <laughs> Pizza. Let's say farewell to the one and only Uncle Dana White.
1: Jack Reacher, I hardly know her. Bye, everybody. <laughs> that good. one I like. That one I'm in
0: on. <laughs> that's, that's just uh, – I also really enjoyed the first Jack Reacher. I'm going to throw that out there. It was a. It was a, part of the UFC. I'm going to bring Raph back for uh-huh. a special segment that I want to pitch to you right now. Okay. You can tell me if you think it's a good idea, but we'll gear it up. I'd I'd say it's safe to say I've struggled to stay a little bit engaged in the local MMA community. I think uh that's a that's a weakness for me. If we're just talking about our 2019 goals, some feedback I got from Verbal Tap HR. They want to see me more involved. Well, tonight the bachelorette had an answer for us, Raf. Oh, Are you prepared to hear what they, they did? <laughs> no. Y'all you, know, you got to hear what they did. Don't worry. (laughs) So the show's like three hours long with all the commercials. It's uh, DVR'd for us, so that's nice. Really truncates the time. They spent the first half of the show just letting her admonish everyone. In the second half of the show, the host tried to show her through scenes of her joy on the season. It's like four episodes, by the way. It's not very long. So they spent the second half doing an interview montage, including clips from the first half, because there's not that many shows, I think you and I should do that with local MMA. I feel like you could intervene. (laughs) You're like, Kevin, look at your joy in this moment at Fight to Win when you watch your teammate thrive. It's like that's what you and I need to do. You need to sit me down. You need to show me highlights of
1: me enjoying local MMA. That's a lot of work for me to do. It's a lot of work for anyone
0: to do and then air on national television. But you and I have the resources.
1: We do. I don't know that I want to waste them, especially the good people. I know the people who make reality TV and I know how nuts they go when they're locked in an editing room and they have to see those talking heads of the contestants or the participants or the talent I don't really call them that, but you get what I'm going with here. Oh, my God. Sorry. You just brought up a group of people I've never thought about,
0: the people that Mm -hmm.
1: edit the password. Definitely have one of my friends who's worked on reality shows where they have to edit, and it's a fast-paced turnaround. You know how much people say
0: before they say something usable? (laughs) That's a lot of watching Brett from San Diego go like, (laughs) uh... I feel like uh, what we have got to do is bring a lot to the table philosophy-wise. Hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> what was I saying? It's like, it's like, that's what people have to watch for 16 Ugh. hours before they get to, I, yeah, I think The Bachelorette and I could get along. Brett from San Diego. He's an investment something. Well, he's an investment something. They have people who's like import-export manager <laughs> from Georgia. Like, I guess he's coastal. What the fuck does that mean? So you have the profession of 90% of the bachelor
1: contestants. I I do. Um, I just like the fact that my wife was curious on if you were falling, trapping to the woman who is described on the commercials. And this is the extent of which we know. But my wife goes, can you ask Kevin? I was like, sure. She goes, if he is enjoying this season of the bachelorette, who I hear is the worst. And it's almost verbatim what they say on the commercial. It's like, on this season of The Bachelorette, she's the worst and drama next time on The Bachelorette. And I was like, they're really not trying anymore. They know they have you. And I, you responded. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, what did you say? In response I mean, to that? yes, oh, okay. she's right. The commercials are right. We have the equivalent of like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. As no. the bachelor, and, and it's not a bad thing. It's just she doesn't say anything. She's non-specific. She's very much in uh, all press secretaries before. It's like, well, how are you feeling about this whole situation? It's like, I have a lot of emotions. <laughs> well, it's not really what we asked you. We said, how are you feeling? <laughs> you rephrase. I have a lot of emotions. It's like, yeah, could well, you, you know, pick one and describe that- it? Maybe it's like. Y- the Trump administration has been pitching a lot of legislation that seems targeted towards people of color and migrants. It's like, there's a lot of legislation out there. Could you be more specific? <laughs> like, wait, what? Uh, that wasn't a no, is the point. And it's like that. It's just people being super nonspecific. And she doesn't. You she's know, a pageant
1: contestant. Oh, no. She was Miss
0: Alabama. So can you imagine if they oh. let AJ talk at the UFC? <laughs> That's what happened here. They just immediately put someone who wasn't ready in front of everyone, Mm. but don't worry, the cameras are rolling. She's the happiest Raph, and I think we've all known relationships like this when she's mad. (laughs) So that's that's. Oh God, good luck, fellas. I want to talk about a lot of things. Do you have things before we get to Bellator? Potentially, was there a UFC on ESPN? I I just think there is every week, right?
1: Yeah, it's a good feeling to go with. But I have actual legitimate news news that I didn't even tell you. It escaped my mind, uh, but it is big. It actually involves this podcast ish. So here is the big news. Ladies and gentlemen, are you aware? that last year there was kind of a quintet competition, a five on five competition called subversive.
0: I remember. I
1: remember. Well, hold on. You're talking about the
0: team challenge, right? When they did the five on five.
1: Yes, not quite quintet, but it's one where it's uh, just one matchup per weight class. And they have five different weight classes, one of which is a female competitor on each team. Uh, But they have four teams. They do a semis. Then they do a finals. And uh, they're doing it again out here in Los Angeles. It's going to be in in Orange County. And I am happy to announce, not only do I know some of the team members. Would you like to know who some of these people are, Kevin? I can tell you two teams. Badly. So it is team jiu-jitsu, though. I was right about that part. Yes. Yes. Okay, sorry. For a second, I was
0: like – shitty test ref you know i'm not great at this under pressure <laughs> but this is the team-based stuff that you and i raved about
1: they, wow it. it has been a while go ahead so what i can tell you is there is a team wicked warrior coffee with jordan Hawley, william tackett dante leon dan martinez and aaron hurl and there is a team red bowie including Zhao Miao, DJ Jackson, Ronaldo Jr., Kenyon Durarte, and Luisa Montiero. Now,
0: why are we, they. Time out. Where's the name come from?
1: It's basically like who's sponsoring them. Like, there is one out this weekend you can in. Sponsor uh, teams. Vegas. You can. So here's the best thing about it. Okay, so this is by uh, CBD, you me, which is a great CBD company. And the fact that they actually have Red Bowie is another CBD distributor. They have Red Bowie actually bringing a team. So normally, if you had one person doing any kind of thing that had to remotely do with CBD or cannabis or anything to that extent, they would be like, nope, sorry, Red Bowie, not here. Uh, this organization, putting it together, is not only a CBD company, but they're making it open to Red Bull, And they're like, we don't give a fuck. Bring your team. Or as I believe to quote Prince, as played by Dave Chappelle in the infamous Chappelle skit, assemble your crew. So <laughs> that's what I can tell you guys for right now in terms of the teams. There God, should be some more information much, coming. This is why –
0: Look, this is a great plug. If you're listening to this show and you enjoy it, this is the exact type of shit Rap and I would put money on that Verbal Tap yeah. Finance just gave me a no for when I pitched it off air. Lord,
1: I think Verbal Tap Money just gave you like an invoice.
0: Verbal Tap Finance charged me for mentioning the event. That's how cheap we are around here. Tell a friend. Five star it. Get us in the mainstream. This is where the verbal tap team is going to rock.
1: Well, and there's going to be some questionable steroidal pass in that. crew. Here's the good news. Not only will we have some questions, but I will be serving as a commentator for the event.
0: What? This is the news, asshole. How did you not lead with that? You're commentating on an event where Duarte and
1: DJ Jackson are teamed up with the meow? Yeah, I mean, listen, um, Dana White requested his time, and we always cede to the guest. So we gave him some time. But yeah, that's the big announcement we have. So uh, I will be doing commentary. We will have more information for you again, July 13th out in Anaheim. If you cannot be there yourself out in Orange County, totally cool. I believe it's going to be streamed on flow so you guys can hear me on there well you can watch the people too i guess that's fine but get excited for that because i'm excited and more importantly uh i'm going to be looking to interview a couple of these people but yeah i mean here's the nice thing we want to thank everybody who made this possible um there's going to be an undercard this that we're going to find out very soon uh so is as soon many as teams, i know it from can me- we afford that <laughs> No, we can't. It's going to be super fights leading up to the big, uh, big, big matches. But they're working on some stuff, and I can't reveal anything, uh, partially because they haven't told me anything. (laughs) Partially because because I
0: don't know. That's the (laughs) best type of – that's fantastic.
1: This is great news.
0: Yeah. Right as I'm, like, midway through trying to plug the show and and beg for scratch, you're like, big time, Quintet. This is the dream, Raph. I – Twenty bucks, and I know people are going to be like, "You guys are idiots." Yeah. yeah. Would you? Do you not think? Like, I think this is better than the UFC. This is what I'd rather announce. Yeah. Prepared to hear arguments about that to the contrary. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Okay. Do you have any other announcements?
1: I mean, not that directly have anything to well, do with. Why me? don't I
0: throw one at you? Hey, I sure. went to high-intensity Pilates in a women's group class, Fierce 45. Just saying. We're basically same announcement. Not that different of an announcement.
1: When you say Fierce 45, is that like a cool name you guys gave yourself, or was that the prerequisite God, to get I wish in? I that was a cool name we gave ourselves. No, it's just 45 minutes. <laughs> Semi-high-intensity oh. cardio. Oh, okay. When you say it like that, it makes me think that you need to be 45 years old to join it, and that they just like you, and there's a lot of old ladies that hit on you.
0: I'd uh, throw that insult out there, except I'm quite sure the instructor could have out-grappled me, and yeah, I couldn't breathe right for three days. It hurt. Let's get to some fights. There was a Bellator card that is worth talking about, because it had your nemesis. Mm. Semi on it which is always fun when I saw Dylan Danis succeeded and called out John Jones I was like great can't wait to hear what Raph has to say about it it's gonna be fun gonna be a fun discussion on the podcast Loyota Machita retired Chael Sonnen f- again yay loved your post that was like we would like to congratulate Chael Sonnen on his retirement for the third time not a lot of people get to do it that many times it is awesome
1: hey fourth time you get a free Subway sandwich that's excellent news
0: you should ask Ben and Jerry's what they'll do for a fifth time. But there's not a lot of times we get to talk about Bellator and be excited about it. Raph, yeah. just before I do that, I would Definitely. like to mention a lot of the people on this podcast like to, that listen to this podcast work out. Many of them do MMA, jiu-jitsu, grappling, as we have heard. And I feel like I have to say jiu-jitsu and grappling, even though when I say grappling to someone that doesn't know what I'm talking about, they're looking me a little weird. Head on over to NorthSouthJiuJitsu.com, the place that dawns the legend who's fighting on June 22nd, Mr. Rafael Lovato Jr. There's a reason he uses it to cover his business. The man has to focus. When you can do all that stuff with jiu-jitsu, you don't to be worried about your hips and if they're covered. Same for me. Well, not the first part, but the hips being covered part. Head on over to NorthSouthJiuJitsu.com. Bellator222 was an absolute riot. Raph, do you want to start with Dylan Danis calling out John Jones because he beat Max Humphrey, which is a leap? Sure. Or do you want to start with Loyoto Machida potentially retiring Chael Sonnen? I feel like I have to add an asterisk
1: next to it. Um, Choose your adventure. Oh, fuck. This feels like a game show. Um. Chael.
0: I choose Chael. Chael Sonnen was just... Is he live blogging twenty four hours a day now? How much content so, can yeah. one person produce on Facebook?
1: Well, you know when you put your your camera phone in your car, you you can just spend a lot of time just yelling into it because you're getting into old man status, and uh, you can have a lot of opinions about people who are still relevant in MMA.
0: I feel like there was a 72-hour period, and if, if we talked to people close to Chelsea and they confirm this, in his life, where he was just putting microphones and cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. As, yeah, in his car, in his other car, in his gym office, in his home studio, and everyone was like, God, is that excessive? He was like, no. When dynamite meets inspiration, it's all good. True. And he just re- records everything. Because I'm queuing wow. to me seeing him like, I consumed all this post haste because I was mm-hmm. in the middle of a 10 year old's birthday party. All this happened. I did see a news alert that was like, breaking UFC <laughs> Bellator 222 will be live cast in Ireland. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Is that breaking? I don't. All right. I- Thanks, Rory. Loyota Machida defeats Shale Sonnen via second round TKO. And during all these videos, I see him and his concession and his retirement leaving the gloves. I see him cutting weight. I see him giving comments on fighting people like Loyota Machida. I see him giving comments on how he's preparing to fight at the age of whatever. And it was like, this guy's like the Steve Harvey of fighting. He's on television for 24 hours a day, except it's not television. It's close.
1: I mean, he is essentially the Steve Harvey
0: still of MMA. You like that yeah, comparison? Are you on that? Yeah, take? Why
1: not? yeah, why not? I mean, what else is he doing? He hosts like five different shows. Yes. And then when you look around, you go, is he hosting this too? Why? Eh, Fine. I'm not going to change the channel. It's already on.
0: He's jovial. He's inspiring. He's admonishing. He's religious. And maybe I watched too much of the Steve Harvey show while I was with my mother on Friday afternoon. But it got real. And it got about Jesus and his love. Oh and no! It just felt like Chael Sonnen was talking to me in terms of as I queued to Sunday, watching the fight and him rewinding and being like, "It's about life and faith." And
1: <laughs> oh god!
0: It. So congrats on a amazing career and twenty four by seven reality show, Chael Sonnen.
1: You know, know what's funny do is say on that still. Yeah, we do. We say thank you or you know, good job or I don't know. He's blocked us on Twitter, I think. So. I don't remember if it's Twitter or Ouch. if it's... What did we do? Uh, I don't know. And that's the Hard weirdest to part. Say. That's the weirdest part is I can't tell if it's one of his handlers, if it's one of our memes. But it's quite interesting that a human being who seems to have a lot of opinions on the business and detailing the business, the behind the scenes element of it, in a humorous form would take umbrage to one of our jokes so it's it always makes me a little weary when you see somebody who just goes like yeah i'm known for being funny and oh no i don't like that so uh you know more power to him even though he's blocked us i don't think he's blocked us in his heart tim kennedy hasn't blocked us no one else has an argument to be fair, Tim Kennedy also does not pay attention to or us. Or give and he, a shit. People yeah, have shot at him. He's like, what? <laughs> what were they doing? <laughs> I back? can almost guarantee if Tim Kennedy kept up with both you and I in a personal space on a weekly basis, we would not hear from him anymore. But that's OK. That's not important. What is important here, Kev, is uh, congratulations. To- Chael Sonnen isn't in our radar
0: circle of friends either. So blocking us feels to be petty.
1: I guess, dude. I don't know. Uh, I would say this. But though. we've been I much would...
0: meaner <laughs> to Tim Kennedy's waterboarding video that's fair. than I feel like we've ever been to Chilson.
1: And we've let some crimes go by for Chael.
0: Who's I'm had saying. time to keep up? He's been coming <laughs> back from retirement and fighting for 27 different groups. I like self-righteous Chael Sonnen the most, though.
1: Sure. And I feel like, once again, we'll see this Chael emerge that's Similar to what we saw with Michael Bisping, which is once they're done, they don't care anymore. Now they're gonna give you the whole playbook I bet because he, they're so excited to talk. I have to tell you though,
0: and this is gonna be a comment, a compliment. I would have given Chael Sonnen a Showtime series way before I gave Brendan Schaub one. Woof. I'd, I'd give him four before I give yeah, Brendan Schaub one. You. Chael Sonnen probably has the chance to be the funniest. <sighs> Probably great career. Stop fighting. You're 48. Stop fighting. Is he 48? I thought they said he was 48. Let me go. <laughs> now I'm Let's not check that. I hate when I'm using my memory to recall.
1: <laughs> but he, he has been fighting for a while. So MMA wise, he should at least be up there in age. Um, uh, the flying knee was kind of the MO of the day. If you would. He is 42. That's not 48, but he is 42. Um, I was going to say, I knew he was a little bit ahead of me, but not that far ahead of me. So 42. Let's, I do yeah, enjoy 40. that I rounded that up to almost 50. As one does. So here's what I want to say. Um, the knockout of the night, in my opinion, was the flying knee. So thank you, Leoto. And then props to Adam Boris or Borix, who defeated Aaron Pico. There's been a lot of opinion on Aaron Pico fighting a little too soon. Uh, Aaron Pico famously lost very, very rough fashion in his last fight. He seems to be a kid who has a lot of prospects, uh, you know, has a lot of potential. He lost to Henny Corrales uh, back uh, in January. And it seemed that a lot of our fans were very pissed that he was fighting so quickly. Um, But he, I mean, this kid has a lot of talent just to see it go back to back like that was rough, which then opened up the floodgates on our page to, oh, well, he's not good. (laughs) So our fans, uh, I mean, uh, they do. And I mean, his opponent, Adam Borix, like has a very strong record, so Then it became like, why is he fighting this guy? And there were many questions that were thrown around. Um, But it was intriguing to see that some of our fans who were suggesting that Pico should have taken some time off were themselves fans. And I want to point this out. I happened to be trading on Friday night with somebody who uh, trained with Chael Sonnen pretty extensively. And uh, I was the one to break the news to them. I was like, do you want to know the update? Oh no, you had to tell him? Yeah, and he was like, he kind of had a feeling. He was just like, yeah, sure. And I go, well, the fight ended in retirement. And he was like, okay, I'm good. Thank you. And I was like, cool. <laughs> so there was that. I also want to give props to Hariguchi uh, and uh, Darian Codwell. Uh, that fight should have easily been over, Dylan Dennis and Max Humphrey, for a number of reasons. Um, But yet it was the one that let off the card. And I don't know if that's an honor for Bellator, but there is damn near 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, like 20 fights on this goddamn thing. So I'm just saying, if you thought the UFCs were long, Kev, yikes on this one. But um, let's also give some props over to Rory McDonald who was able to defeat Neiman uh, Gracie. I was going to say Neiman Marcus. I really <laughs> wanted you to. Me too.
0: He defeated Neiman Marcus wow. Gracie.
1: <laughs> That's great. And yeah, I should have the, fucked that one up.
0: Neiman Marcus. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say on this one other than those were the notable things. It they yelled like not- Rory's name. That was notable. They, yeah, A they lot. did. Yeah. Um, and it Dylan. was oh, good Whoa. for him. And Ellen, Dylan, Dylan calling out John Jones, which, Dylan, by the way, is still hilarious because they don't
0: fight in the same D- weight class D- or organization. <laughs> Why let you are such a boundaries person? I've always mm-hmm. told you borders don't matter. Rap, here you go again. You're gonna <laughs> let little things like their weight class, stature as fighters and organizational
1: contracts get in the way on what america wants that the real white person on this show is telling the brown person raf i told you for the last time to get rid of your opinion on borders
0: while pivoting to this is what america wants so i'm two for two on the on the audacity explanation radar he wins via armbar and calls out john jones Which, I guess, uh, I'm struggling with why.
1: Okay, so they kind of talk trash to each other, and Dylan Dennis seems to try to be baiting John Jones into doing it and saying, hey, let's grapple. And then he said, and this is where things get weird. I get combat fighters have specialties, but I still haven't quite seen anybody master in the Age of Butt Scoot. Um, how to successfully talk trash when it comes to the leg lock game especially when it has to do with oh yeah if John Jones even comes near me I will MNR him so fast what oh okay that's terrifying oh no please don't so that seems to be the uh, the little push pull here. And if you really want to get into it, this is a meme I didn't have time to make, and I wasn't sure if the people wanted it. But I couldn't figure out if I wanted to meme Dylan Dennis's attire that he was wearing for his trunks, I guess, if you want to call him that. Um, if I wanted to meme them as Bam Bam from the Flintstones or Peggy Bundy. hmm, I'm turned on by both, so okay. either one works for me. Okay, well, good for you. Um. So anyway, Kev, that's going to do it for Bellator. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else is going on in the world because we've had some interesting – not debates ring out, but we've had some people who have some continuation of opinions on one Conor McGregor because uh, Coach Kavanaugh, who I thought was saying he wouldn't be around or he would maybe come back a little bit less – recently made a big statement in saying he thinks connor is ready finally to get back in the cage and the number one answer if we're playing true family feud uh results kev can you guess what it might be two years no 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 it's show me ran out of money and cocaine no (laughs) it's Connor. they're they're saying that for connor um, okay, so interesting, there's, there's been a lot of those jokes either
0: hit cocaine would explain a lot of his behavior.
1: It would explain his behavior. I, I get that much, but, um, that proper 12 is treating him well on money. So I, I would say this, I would say he might have an interest in fighting again. I don't know that he will ever be the Conor McGregor that we're used to seeing, but at least pre-boxing, if you really want to go that far. Um, That doesn't mean he still can't have great super fights. Like him versus Cerrone still is a good fight. There are still some entertaining fights we can make for him. And as long as we do that, that's fine. But when we start talking about, oh, he's getting that itch again, that championship itch, I think the rest of us are right to be a little skeptical and say, five
0: Lamborghinis (laughs) ago, he stopped really getting that itch. That's my guess.
1: Uh, You know, I'm really pissed, though. This is one headline I didn't have you ask Dana about, and I blame you a little bit more than I blame myself on it. But Dana White's response to Tony Ferguson's next fight.
0: Wait, a new response since his post? Response?
1: Well, he, he did say something uh, a couple days ago where he did say Dana White on Tony Ferguson's lightweight title shot. I assume he's next. Oh yeah, it was sort of casual and passive.
0: That would, that would have been fun to get some work in. This is the ESPN effect. They've really pacified Dana. Do you think it's age or ESPN?
1: It's a little bit of both. I think Dana's well, he also um I don't know if I'm supposed to break this news to you because again, it's terrible journalism practices on your part. But I think there's rumor he signed a 10-year contract to stay with the UFC. So I don't think he's going anywhere.
0: Damn, that's why he's getting calmer. I also had yeah. eight hours ago, John Kavanaugh, who apparently went on a whole blast door, confirms Dylan Danis' knee injury, possibility of surgery.
1: Oh, right. okay, bye. All right,
0: time out. <laughs> Hold on. You need to come out publicly and rescind your request to fight John Jones, then.
1: Um, right? Yeah, I mean, well, no, because we live in an era print where... shorts are not, Raph.
0: You don't get to have knee surgery and be like, I could be John Jones. Isn't this
1: all Gordon Ryan is doing right now, though? Like, that's the thing. When they get injured, they don't find a new pastime. They just find a way to talk shit in a different way. Hmm. So let's discuss this, though. OK, so that, that is something good to bring up. But there was one thing that kind of caught my eye that I said, "Yeah, we should probably chat about this, which is Fedor is not retiring. That hurts. I, I saw you. I saw that post. Multi-fight Bellator contract. You, okay. Every time I want to
0: like fight for Bellator, I also mm. feel like they're the most likely candidate to put BJ Penn back in the cage, and that hurts. Mm. That hurts. I. You know what? While we're just searching people's ages, and I apologize mm. for assuming Sonner was older than he was. Yeah. How the f old is Fedor? There's no way he's younger than Chael Sonnen, right? Oh Oh my God. Hmm. Guess how old Fedor is.
1: Is he 45?
0: 42! He's 42! (laughs) He's on the Chael Sonnen diet, except he just signed like a 10-year deal.
1: Gross. Yeah. Well, okay. The thing that makes me mad about it is... Everyone's 42? (laughs) Everybody's turning 42. the name of this podcast. I just... uh, I didn't want Fedor to come back. I've come to peace with him being done six times already. And unlike Chael, there was once a time when Fedor had an amazing record. And I can live with fighters outlasting their records. Okay, his legacy will always be... The pride never dies, the M1, all that bullshit. But um just watching a dude fight who I'm not even convinced really wants to fight is a difficult task. And yet it's even weirder when you juxtapose that from Bellator being so hyped going, We've got Fedor! Look at this. This is man, I can I can slap some good mileage on this car. I'm telling you, this Fedor is gonna pay off. Meanwhile, Fedor just goes Yes, I fight. Fedor is so sad inside. Fedor fight. He must
0: pay all
1: gambling debts.
0: He only has one. It's like the Scotty Pippen.
1: Fighting now. uh, Conversely. You have one person who – we had this and we put it up and we said uh, in response to Daniel Cormier saying Miocic rematch might be his final fight. We said should be. One person said why should it be? Like legitimately I think put that up as a question and I'll answer it on here. Because it should. In a similar way, Daniel Cormier actually gave an end date and he's already gone past that end date. So when Daniel Cormier said, there's no way you guys will see me fight past how much money? Yeah, okay, Was that zero? stick around. Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, I mean, things got more interesting when he became a double champ and Dana was saying, like, I could see him fight for fucking years. And do we really want to see the John Jones whole trilogy thing? Because I'm good. And it's not to say he doesn't have fights that would be interesting for him, but they're not going to be at a championship level Or really should be. Maybe taking that off him would be good. The unfortunate thing is Daniel Cormier is a person who likes gold. And as a result of that, it would hold up the divisions. So I don't think he's washed up by any means. But this is a man who laid out his own sort of ending and now isn't doing that ending. And much like with Fedor, you just kind of wonder – If you've already teased retirement and you've said it a couple times, this is not a game where you should be staying in past an era of, yeah, you know, everything kind of hurts and I think I'm done. Because once you have those feelings, the people who are younger than you who are coming in, who are the new versions of you or Ryan Bader, who, by the way, Fedor in his prime. Let's just be clear. No. (laughs) But it happened. And you know what? Bless Bader for taking the opportunity and winning because that's a huge feather in his cap. But if anybody is going to confuse the legacies between the two and try to mix them up, it's not happening. So I'm just saying I think we're good on this. And if Daniel Cormier elects to continue fighting, then take all of the money in the world and enjoy yourself. But that doesn't mean we're going to get excited for every single possibility of fights that we see Especially even if they give us the marquee one with his John Jones versus him, which just, oh, man, that just – talk about sending an old man out to die. That does not sound like a fun uh, mission assignment for one. Daniel Cormier. Am I on any different plane of existence than you are on these matters? Nope. Okay.
0: (laughs) Very much – well, you know, everyone I think – I'm well noted. If you're 42, you're basically 50 to me. So I don't think you should be fighting after 40. (laughs) It's very well documented. <laughs> the older, the, the, the. I love that these guys are fighting. like, God damn it. I get it. It's a lot of money. <laughs> but it's, fighting is not an older man's game. Jiu jitsu no. is. Wrist locks, all of those things. Those are an older man's game. But, Ref, mm. that's it for our MMA series tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We we'll crushed some headlines. We crushed some topics. We crushed a little bit more than we needed to about what Pilates in 45 minutes are. You are calling the fights for Quintet, which is going to be the world's most exciting next fight. Subversive. Subversive. Submersive. Submersive. Sorry. Subversive. Well, How am I messing that up?
1: Well, you said versive, where it's sub, as in sub only, and then versive. Subversive. S-U-B-B-R-S-I-V, no E. Here we go. There you go. This is a fucking vocabulary
0: test. Is it? back a fifth grade all over
1: again <laughs> yeah. for me. And I'm
0: stuttering. I'm not going to do this right now. I'm not going to do it with you. Subversive. <laughs> <laughs> this is an exciting... It's I... for your own good, Kevin. That's what they said, and I disagree. That's how I feel about it. Dad's going to do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I am Kevin. Thanks for listening.
1: Good night and good fight. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is. Please note. The new number is